Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 33. Once again guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. My name is Chris, I'm your host. And if you're new to this podcast, feel free to go back to episode one. That is, of course, if you want to. Otherwise, y'all, you know what I always say. Welcome aboard. So, it's going to be an interesting couple of days. This week has been interesting myself. <laughs> so, I've uh, been running late all week. Because the um, I was late Tuesday night because of, you know, a little, you know, <laughs> a little screw up on my end. I was hooking up trailers, got everything all set up to head up here to Illinois. And then uh, I went to go dispatch myself on the app and the, the seal numbers would match. And I realized one of the trailers I hooked up, I had gotten one of the numbers wrong. So it was like instead of 842049 or something. It was like um like eight three two zero four nine or something like that so i had to unhook go find the other trailer get set back up again yeah it was fun so that night i'll take responsibility for with the team being late but the rest of the week usually what we're able to like make up time like you know they'll get back to st paul minnesota then they'll come back down here and i'll get there earlier the next night they'll get there earlier the next night they'll get there even earlier the next night and say it so will I so it'll be like you know we'll, we'll make progress you know but uh, uh, but the guy I normally deal with he's um, running a different route this week so of course it's his uh, female driving partner she's training somebody um, so I've been seeing her this week I've communicated with her she got my number I guess from Dell or whatever and, Messes me on Tuesday. She goes, hey, Chris. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> so she's training someone, another chick, though. And um, I don't know I don't know what the deal is. Because basically, like, the last few nights, they've still been getting there, like, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. So I've been getting back, like, 4, I'm getting back to the hub at 4, 35 a.m. or whatever. And uh, so topic for this episode. It's going to be running on fumes. So, running on fumes. So, like I said, they've been they've been getting there late all all week. I've kind of been, you know, getting getting as much sleep as I can uh, while getting home at like six thirty seven. You know, being able to get to bed by like six thirty seven a.m. Apologies. Yawned out here. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, look, my last episode I mentioned um, about my oldest coming back here. My oldest and my grandson are uh, coming back, moving back in with us for for the time being. Uh, the plan is to try to help her uh, as soon as possible or whatever we can. Obviously, we're going to try to help her achieve her goals, like get her own place. But, uh, 
the wife and I are really excited and stuff. It's weird. It's like, you know, when talking to my, my kiddo again, she seems basically how how she seemed to be before uh, her older sibling from the adopted family um, got involved or whatever. So it's weird, but it's like I can honestly say that, and it, it, it really threw me off. But one thing that I noticed is that when we video called on Monday and we were talking with the oldest and the grandson and whatever, being able to see them both and whatever, I told the wife earlier, I said it felt weird because talking to her on video, I said the anger, any anger that I had over the past year and a half, you know, for what she did, it evaporated. Like, there's, I'm not angry with her at all. I'm, but I did notice last night uh, that I was telling my friend, my bro Rico, I did notice last night, or actually... Oh yeah, I guess it was Rico, and I told Kirsten also. But I told them both that on my way home last night, I was, you know, singing along the songs on Spotify and stuff. And what I noticed is that even though I'm not angry with her anymore, like I'm, I'm grateful that she's coming back. I'm grateful that we're, we're back. You know, we're working, we're healing. You know, we're, like she's talking to us, we're talking to her, and you know, looking forward to hugging her and hugging the grandson. And, you know, but I noticed the hurt's still there. You know, like I can still think of all the immense pain moments that we felt, and I know it'll I know it'll take take a bit because I know pain doesn't just evaporate like the, the anger did, but you know I can still I mean I have <laughs> I have one of those. There's times right I you know wish I didn't have as good of memories I do because there's times I'm like hell oh, I can look back like things that happened between my, me and my ex-wife I can pull replay in my head like as if it was yesterday the day Allie left with Salix I can replay that in my head like yesterday like I can still like moment for moment everything that happened it's, I can literally see it in my head like as if watching a movie and I can still remember the pain afterwards where I'm pacing back and forth in the, uh, the family room and my wife is sitting on the couch with her head buried in her hands and our youngest is sitting on the couch watching us very closely because of the fact that she, she told us this like weeks afterwards when we kind of you know we were still hurt really bad we we you know, i didn't change that it never went away but we were starting to get to where we were trying to just get through the day and we were you know we were somewhat okay but we were still hurt pretty bad but our youngest told us that she was watching us closely because she was afraid that one of us is going to end up in the hospital and I told her when she told us that I, I told her that like well, when, when Allie was leaving and we're watching them like load the truck up load you know Eli's dad's truck up and get uh, Salix you know belted in the car seat or whatever and I'm thinking I don't know if I'm ever going to see my grandson again I felt like I was going to have a heart attack right there and collapse but thankfully nothing happened thankfully we're bouncing back from that so but so she's packing up up there in Kansas, and uh, we're, you know, basically <laughs> this is why the topic for this uh, for this episode is actually going to be like, or, or that's why the, the topic for this episode is uh, <laughs> um, running on fumes because, and I'm probably not going to have too long of an episode tonight. I just want to, I'm running, I'm running late on it. You know, because how tired I am and everything going on, I, I wanted to make sure to pop out here, though. You know, keep consistent, keep moving forward, even though it is a little bit late, technically. It's, you know, this one's getting done 
at Odark, like Odark 30 Saturday morning, but try to still get one in for that uh, Friday episode or whatever. So, but the reason why it's the reason why this and the topic for this is gonna be is um, you know running on fumes because like running late every night um, and then planning to to go up there to help. Allie and Salix moved down here and bring your stuff down, which of course was kind of funny because she asked me if I could bring, if we could bring both cars up, you know, my, my Ram and my wife's Jeep, and I was like, no, that's too much gas. I was like, it makes more sense for us just to, you know, come up there in the truck and uh, be able to, you know, move me down here that way. So, wife wants to leave, obviously, right after she gets up work, so that's like, she'll probably get back early by like 10 or something, so. So basically, I had hoped that I would meet up with the team a little bit earlier tonight, be able to you know, get back by like three or four, try to catch some, uh, catch like maybe a five-hour nap or whatever, and then the wife will get home and we'll load up and we'll go. But uh, but yeah, they still didn't get there until like 11:40, so I'm probably gonna be getting back. Like five-ish, and maybe you'll get four hours. Maybe you'll get five hours. I don't know. Maybe you'll get less. Three or four hours. I don't know. Yeah, one change in the in the truck here this week. Kinda, I don't know if I mentioned in the last podcast, but like going down the road on 24, I guess we're connected with DriveWise now because all of a sudden now in the truck computer when I'm when I'm approaching a way station, it uh. Bloop, Way station in two two miles. Bloop. Way station in one mile. And then I get close to bloop. Well, uh, the first couple of days it was saying enter unless it's closed. Tonight I'm getting the bypass, even though they're all the way stations are closed or whatever. They bloop two miles. Bloop one mile. Then bloop bypass. Well, thank you. It's closed anyway. So, I mean, the, the bypass really means a lot when it's open though. Like that would be that's awesome. Whatever it's if, it, if the train at the um, Way stations are open, and you get the bypass. Then <laughs> that is awesome. But when it's closed, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna go buy it anyway. It's closed. But so basically, as far as being on fumes, <laughs> I basically ran ran a uh, running 540 miles tonight. You know, total, you know, between going up there and coming back, so I'm on the last 270 mile stretch. Catching a few hour, like a little power nap, kind of, and then we're hitting the road, and we'll do 550 miles tomorrow. So, yeah, and I figured, I, I figured, with as, as exhausted as I'm anticipating I'm going to be, that's why when I booked the, I went ahead and actually booked a hotel room for us for Saturday night, and I did it at one of the higher end hotels, uh, Drury and the Suites, which, repeat that, Drury in its Suites, and I feel like I got tongue tied there. Only experience with them is I've I applied and interviewed for a job many years back back when I was with because my dream was to act for a while was to actually be in the hotel industry or the apartment industry and I interviewed at hotels like Drury and Suites because I wanted I figured if you're gonna apply an interview try to go for some of the best ones but they interviewed and of course you know I ended up getting that usual. You know, that usual speech they gave you after the interview. Well, we'll be in touch. 
lot of hotels be like, well, we actually require experience. Do you have any experience in the hotel industry? I'm like, no, I'm trying to get something. Well, unfortunately, we can't. We're only hiring people who are experienced. So I'm like, well, man, how do I get experience if every all your hotel, everybody in your chain requires experience? Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. Never thought about that. Well, maybe I should. <laughs> but I got the same, same, uh, right in the same wall when I was trying to interview at like apartment complexes to be like a leasing consultant or something, or leasing agent or whatever you call it. Well, we only re we, we we actually require new uh, employees that they already have experience or whatever. I'm like, well, that's what I'm trying to get. Why, like, how can I get experience? That's what I'm trying to get hired so I can get experience. Like, well, unfortunately, like, okay, whatever. So the apartment or hotel industry never happened for me. But, um, so basically, I'm I'm kind of anticipating that. Since I told the wife that I've I've been avoiding energy drinks. I really don't do them. I just do water. I do my slushy at night. You know, when I'm on my way back from from Illinois, you know, get a that good old 44-ounce slushy from the uh, truck stop. But I told her, I said, <laughs> I was like, I got up early this afternoon, earlier than I wanted to. But I, I you know, my uh, my truck was dire need of an oil change. And it needed, it's been needing new wipers for probably the past year, so I just never never bothered with it because. I remember back in the day when, you know, when uh, wipers were like a couple bucks. Now it's like they're like 24 bucks per wiper. I'm like, why are wipers so damn expensive? But it's like oil. Like, I could probably fill an oil change for like 40 bucks. And I paid when I did my oil change earlier. If you take out the wipers, it was like 85 bucks. Partially because I think I have to do uh, six quarts of oil, so they charge you for, or it's, well, I think it's like actually maybe five, five quarts of oil, and then you, and I think I have, I have to do like seven total in my truck, so they, or something like that, it's like four, I'd have to do six, or five, I'd have to do seven, so I, of course, they have to charge you for the extra two quarts or whatever, so, and then the, then the wipers, the layer filter, the oil filter and stuff, so it's like, you know, things are so much more expensive now, so. But, I told the wife, I said, I'm, uh, I'm probably gonna do at least a Red Bull on the way up to Kansas because I'm, you know, not anticipating I'm gonna be like, completely awake. She's like, well, I'll drive part of it, like, I don't. I was like, I won't be able to sleep though because I, I, I use a CPAP and I can't really sleep without it. I mean, I might be able to close my eyes if I'm right past your, right in the passenger seat or whatever, but I won't be able to, like, completely snooze and rest up or whatever, so. Yeah, so I'm going to be out of fuse until tomorrow night, but deliberately picked the hotel I did because I figured I want to go fancy. And um, I would have done Marriott, but we did them once when we took a trip to Chicago back in probably, like, 2009, something like that, and um, <laughs> I don't know if they still do, but when we stayed at Marriott for a four-day weekend or whatever, they actually charged us for breakfast, so like, yeah, they have hot breakfast, like bacon, sausage, eggs, whatever, but it was like 20 bucks a person, so we basically, we ate, we ate breakfast there the first day, and then after that, we went somewhere else to basically get breakfast, we paid like 80 bucks for all of us to breakfast, it was like last night four of us, whatever, so it's like, well, 
but there were, there were four of us who were there at the time, whatever. So it's like, you know, great breakfast, but holy crap, 20 bucks, really? You know? But I'm pretty sure a lot of places now, I don't I don't know if anybody, I don't know if Mary, you know, Mary has to charge us, who knows, but love their hotels, really nice, really fancy, whatever, but in it says free hot breakfast plus a pool and hopefully a, a hot tub that's in working order otherwise you know I say that because <laughs> because um, uh, the last probably like four times I booked a hotel I deliberately look at hot breakfast and possible pool and hot tub possible hot tub and every time, oh, our hot tub, like, they, it doesn't say anything on the site. I wish it would because I could book somewhere else. But, no, we, you get there, you check in. And I'm like, yeah, you have a hot tub, right? Yeah, it's out of service. Ah, well, shit. Okay. So. So, yeah. And I'm curious how it's going to go. Because right now we're going to we're gonna probably go straight to the hotel. We're going to check in with, you know, with Allie and Salix probably Sunday morning, you know. That way we're just gonna get in and rest, relax in the hotel for a couple hours before we go to bed. Get up the next morning, have a hot breakfast, check out, go meet up with them. Allie was telling me how, how much stuff she has. And I was like, all right, well that sounds like we might need a trailer too, because I don't know if all that will fit in the bed of the truck with the cover on it. Um, my wife, on the other hand, I have this little cashless bet. I say cashless bet because we didn't really make a bet. I was like, I'll bet you. I mean, I, I did technically. I didn't, we had better bet anything in general. I was like, she's like, quit worrying. We're overthinking. Like, I'll, like everything will fit. It's fine. You know, you, you know that I'm a really good packer. I'm like, okay, well, I was like, I'm still betting that we're gonna need a trailer, but uh, okay. So I'm curious how it's gonna go. We can get everything in the bed of the truck and not have to get a trailer. Hey, cool. I would laugh though if we get to a point where she's packing and goes crap, can't fit it all. Because I said we can't put anything in the cab. We're gonna have me, the wife, the youngest, the oldest, and the grandson all in the cab of the truck, all across one bench seat. I'm just kidding. We have it's a crew cab, so of course that we, you know three in the back seat. Technically, I do three in front, but you know we don't because we've done it before. But you know. So, it will be interesting to see, <laughs> to see how it goes. So, but, you know, uh, it's one of the things, I, don't, I mean, I know everybody has different faiths and whatnot, different beliefs, different things, but honestly, this week, not just with, with my life, but I'm honestly, it feels, it feels like there are like multiple miracles that have happened. As if you asked me last weekend, I would, I would have said, or I would not have said that I believed that we would be reconnecting with our kiddo or our grandson this weekend. I, I, I thought it was going to be years. I thought for sure it would be like 10 years. This Alex is going to grow up, and then he'd reach out to us. And he'd, why, why were you never a part of my life? I'm thankful, though, that we that it didn't come to that. That, it got, that we all got, you know, uh, reconciled before that point, because Alex is only been a year and a half, so... Looking forward to seeing him again, even though, or looking forward to, to giving him a hug and being back, being back with him again. Although, I'm not going to lie, I'm anticipating, I'm, I told Aaron, I said, even though I've talked to him on video camera and stuff, or on uh, video calls, I said, I have a feeling when I, when I, when we're in person, they give him that first hug, I'm probably going to break that sob. <laughs> and I'm not a crier, but, you know, 
a lot of tears were shed because of not being a part of their life anymore, you know, but all we did, all I had, all I kept doing is kept moving forward, you know, doing what I gotta do and not letting the, the depression, the dark, and the negative feelings, uh, you know, consume me and overwhelm me and stuff, so. Grateful that she's coming back. That we, us and the other grandparents can help her get where she wants to go. So, well, yeah, I'm going to be dying. <laughs> Not literally dying. I'll be on fumes, you know, energy-wise. By the time we get up to Kansas tomorrow, I'll be like, Phew. So, fun times, fun times. But you know what? You know, I normally wouldn't take time off. Like, I, the plan was there, you know, the... Um, wife was going to be running up there with my truck and I probably drive her jeep to work, you know, to work and run my load tomorrow but I asked my boss well I told the wife the other day I said I don't know if I can but I'll ask him you know if I could use the PTO day if I have the hours available to use it and he said yeah you got plenty of hours you know but okay cool you know so I'll take a little bit of a hit financially tomorrow but thankfully it's not I mean the great part about that is it's not I'm not losing the full day I think I'm losing like 100 or 150 out of what I normally make when I do my run. So there's something, but it's it's not losing the full thing, so that's good. So it was like, do I take the PTO time and go out there to help bring them back and be dead on my feet for probably a day and a half, you know, because it's like from today till tomorrow night? Or do I... Uh, you know, work my, my shift on Saturday, rode my load, and felt that they wouldn't come back and get back here Sunday night or whatever. And I thought, you know what? I was like, I haven't wanted to go to Kansas because of the fact that, that I, would, I would have been really close to where they were living, you know, with the family they were living with and whatever, and I wouldn't be able to see them. And it was really hard. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to go up there unless I have to. Now I'm like, well, we're going up to bring them back. So yeah, I'll go up there, you know. So. Anyway, y'all, you know, all you can do is keep moving forward. All you can do is keep, keep, you know, taking it one day at a time. Doing what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. So, on that note, guys, I think that's going to be all the time we have for tonight. But I appreciate you guys being here, as always. And uh, if you're new to this podcast, I appreciate you being here as well. Feel free to like and follow. Tell your friends. funny when you, you know, behind the, the car that keeps having this little weird like, flash, flash, flash. And I'm like, ah, your brakes do something weird, man. But so as I always say, guys, keep pushing forward, keep believing. Believe you can, believe you will, and you're already halfway there. Um, we'll be fail if we quit or give up. And something new for you tonight, guys, is family's important, so you know, try your bet. I do whatever you can to try to hold on to those special people in your life, whatever. And if you have fallen out, just keep, just keep the hope and the faith that everything will work out one way, or, one way or another. And I know, like I told Ali, I said all I could, all I could think to do over this past year and a half was to pray for us, pray for you. Alex, just having faith that everything will work out one way or another. And the 
funny thing is, both she and I have both said that within the past like eight months that we really wanted to reach out. Like she wanted to reach out to me and I wanted to reach out to her, but she was scared or she was scared, didn't know what to say. I told her I was like, I wanted to reach out to you, but I was terrified. I didn't know how I was gonna go. She was like, Well, I was pretty pretty mad when I left, so that's understandable. So I'm just grateful that we're moving forward again, you know. And it's not gonna be another ten years of being uh you know, depressed and miserable and hurt because we're thinking about, well, we haven't seen our grandson in all these years. So, get to see him soon, but keep the faith, even even in your darkest moments and stuff, when, you know, things might not quite seem so hopeful, still keep holding on to it, guys. You know, because, like I said, you know, it's like, if you, like, what what is that, when they say, like, if you, if you uh, believe you can, or if you think you, think, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And so, I think for a lot of us, it might end up being like a self-fulfilling prophecy because we end up telling her, it's like my friend that I referred to as me, her always being like, this sucks, that sucks, everything sucks, I'm never going to make it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I was always like, don't say that, you know, yeah, you will, you know, you'll get there, just, you just gotta keep, you gotta figure something out, you gotta, stop being so damn positive all the time, or whatever, I'm like, well, it's like, you know, it's like me laughing about something when I should be angry or should cry, I'm like, well, I, a lot of times, especially in a stressful situation, and I've admitted this to the wife numerous times, and I've even said it to Kirsten, there's a lot of times I, I laugh, I'm one of those where I laugh to keep crying. Like, I'd rather laugh than cry, and I'd rather find humor in something than find, think about the bad, so... That's how I, that's how I approach things, you know? Because once you start thinking negative about anything, it just consumes you. It starts, like, all you... It's, it's harder to turn it around and start thinking positive, because the negative thoughts just come so easy, like, oh, man, it's awesome, man. So unhappy, oh man. Um, I don't, I'm never going to get there. Oh man, I'm not going to accomplish this. Instead, what I do, it's like what I did with, do with the Mazda or anything else, like the fact that the, the windows are busted out, the Mazda from a tree, or other, like getting your house or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get those windows replaced. I don't know how, because it's like over a thousand bucks. But I, but I tell myself, I'm going to do it. I just don't know how I'm going to do it yet. It's like I got my Ram, but before I got my Ram, I was wanting a, I was wanting a crew cab truck, but I had no idea how I was gonna pull it off. And then stuff happened, and you know I was able to do it. So now it's like, okay, well I got to get the Mazda done, and got to get us into a house. And then once we're there, and I'm still doing this podcast, I'll be like, I'll be talking to then about back here right now, like you know back like a year or two or however long back, and talking about like yeah, I'm gonna get the Mazda fixed, I'm gonna get the house. I don't know how I'm gonna do it though. Well. That's because I, I just keep moving forward one week at a time, and I, I try to take care of what I can each week. Uh, I try to take additional steps I need to take, and do, just do the best I can, and eventually I will reach that goal. So, anyway, y'all, quit rambling, but uh, I hope everybody had a great day. I want to wish everybody a great uh, next couple days before I, I do my next uh, episode for y'all, and hopefully on Tuesday, you know. Hopefully not too late on Tuesday, you know, but I'll do what I can to try to start getting those in between 5 and 6 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays like I've been needing to, but just lately it's been chaos, you know, so truckers out there, be safe, 
car drivers gave all the truck drivers room keys because uh, we can't stop on a dime. And if you have kiddos and grandkids that are still actually within close proximity to you, give them hugs. You know, because you never know. We, like, I, you know how they say, like, tomorrow's not promised. So, like, we never know. And we learned, we, <laughs> we experienced that when Allie left us, Alex, because we thought things were great one day, and then the next day, ah, her and her kiddo were gone, and there's no contact, and we were just like, we were like, apart. You know, so don't take little, don't take, don't take the people in your life for granted. Don't take the, you know, just you know, make the most of everything. You know, keep believing things will happen. Keep pushing forward and stuff. Keep making those efforts towards those goals, guys. So, anyway, y'all. Yeah, like it, Mr. Chris. I'm your host. This is the Blodge So appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for listening. And uh, I will see you guys on episode 34. Have a good one.